welcome back to Harper's Halftime. I'm your host, and with me I have our co-host, Sean Harper, my really, husband. Really, I'm the main attraction. Actually, that's not what people <laughs> have been saying, but sure, we can we can say that. Uh, so, we haven't been here in a minute. You want to explain why? It's a lot of work. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah, it's a lot of work. I was putting way too much pressure on this, and editing out all the ums and just way too much. So we're taking a different approach this time and we're just going to wing it. We're going to have, not wing it, we have topics, but we're going to have fun. Yeah, I don't know how people do this full-time. I guess you could do it full-time. We both have full-time jobs yeah. and we work out nonstop. So. Yeah, so we have topics, we have things we want to talk about, but I think our best conversations when we're in our house is when we're just talking about what's going on in sports, and so that's what we're going to do. Stop putting so much pressure on it. So today we're going to touch on the Rangers. Which is the main reason we're back. Yeah, I couldn't not talk about this. I was like, so many things are going on in our area, and I'm like, and we just stopped the podcast. Yep. As soon as we stopped, it was like, okay, well, the Rangers are going to the World Series, and what else has been happening that we were talking... Oh, uh, the whole Taylor Swift thing that I wanted to talk about, yeah. but we're not going to talk about that today. Yeah, that's it's, old news. It's too overhyped. It's too old. So, um, so yeah, so we're going to talk about the Rangers today, and then we're also going to talk about the Mavs a little bit and circle back to Wimbenyana, because we did do a whole podcast episode on that. And then, is there anything else that we're touching on? I don't know. We'll see. Depends on what comes up. So, I'm going to hand this over to Sean so we can get started talking about the Rangers. We're going to start with going over the ALS championship. Well, no. We're not going to... We're going to... Sure, we're going to talk about the Rangers. Okay. Well, I I said we're going to start with the ALS. Because that that was the main one that I had watched. I guess. Okay. I don't know why you're scripting it out, making it. No, we're not going to start with ALCS. We're going to start with last night's game one of the World Series because that's what just happened. I'm not going to tell a story to go up. Okay. Well, I wanted to touch on it because it was such a good like we series. Will, yeah, we will touch on it. Okay. Just hand it over. Just okay, go. Chest pass. Assist. All you, babe. Yeah, don't tell me how to drive to the lane. Just pass me the ball. Okay, are you, are you ever going to start? Yeah. We, okay. Game one of the World Series last night. Walk-off home run, bottom of the 11th inning. You're just going straight for the the biggest moment? You don't want to lead up? No, there people aren't here <laughs> to figure out what happened. If you don't know what happened right now, at this point, if you don't know what happened last night, then you're probably not going to listen to our podcast. Yeah, maybe. But I there were so many amazing things that happened before that. Sure, but that's why we're here. Ultimately, that's why we're back in here to talk about it. Okay. Like, we're talking about the biggest moments. Like, it just happened last night. All right, so if you didn't know, spoiler alert, walk-off home run in the bottom of the 11th inning by... Adolis Garcia. I didn't want to say his first name wrong, so I let you take you that one. You didn't want to mispronounce it. <laughs> I didn't want to mispronounce it. I yeah. just call him Garcia. Rangers uh, down 5-3 going in the bottom of the ninth. Uh, they they really were struggling offensively the whole night. And Until I came out of the bedroom. Yeah, we, we came home last <laughs> night from the gym, and Tori was in a bad mood. No, no, no. Okay, I have to start this. I have to start this because... 
when there are big time game moments, whether it's the Mavs, the Cowboys, the Rangers, any of Sean's team teams, he is so high strung. He is on edge. He is like nothing else matters. And so he was kind of already in a bad mood last night. So he made, we got to a stop sign and I was like, I really have to pee. And we were rushing home because we were already late to the game. It was already like the bottom of the fourth. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I really have to pee. And he made me wait 15 minutes. It was not 15 minutes. 13. Like 12. <laughs> and we live out in the country. So she said she had to pee when we were like driving past the last possible, like I would have had to probably turned around to go back to let her pee. We are, That's we are, dramatic. We are 10 to 12 minutes from the house. So okay. he made me wait to pee. I'm like, my bladder is exploding by the point we get so, home. I'm going a, I'm to a take over from now because you're really making me out to be the villain. <laughs> so we work out and then we had Bible study. Didn't, not a word. Absolutely. Didn't rush Bible study. That absolutely. Bible study comes first. Bible study went to like an hour and a half long. Yeah. Instead we of like sp- 45 minutes. Well, we had started and we're like, we're just going to make this short and quick and it'll be 30 minutes. Yeah. We spent like three times amount that we needed to on Bible study. And then we get done with Bible study and Tori and I drove separate to the gym. So she is just chopping it up, talking her little head off with her friends and I'm ready to go. And so I'm like, I'm leaving. You drive home when you're ready to drive home. I'm going to go watch the game. And she's like, no, no, no. I want to ride with you. Because so, I hate driving at night. So then I'm like, well, then let's go. Quit talking. It is. We've been at the gym at this point for like almost four hours. So I'm like, all right, we get in the car. Then we're driving. It's a big, it's game one of the World Series. And the Rangers haven't been in the World Series in 12 years. And she goes, I'm hungry. <laughs> Were we, you not hungry? We, we have no food at the house, which is exaggerating. We just don't have like a a dinner to put together. But there we is have food. like crackers. That's not and true. It soup. is not no. And that freezer is filled with stuff. <laughs> just nothing easy to make. So I'm hungry. We gotta stop and get food. So we stop. We takes us like 20 minutes to get food. The whole time we're in the drive-thru, no mention of having to pee. And the whole ride home, we're listening to the game on the radio. While we're listening to the game, she is steady (laughs) trying to tell me about a CrossFit competition that I don't care about. Base is loaded, Rangers up to bat, and she's trying to tell me who's in first place at the Rogue Invitational. (laughs) So, at this point, I'm like, a little frustrated. Like, not high strung. On edge. He is so on edge. I'm like, not, normal circumstances, this would not be a big I'm deal. I'm not high strung because I'm missing the game. I'm high strung because, like, gives zero Fs whether we watch the game or not. Like, not considerate at all. And you said I wasn't being considerate. So then we spend 20 minutes in Arby's. And we are driving home. No mention. Still nothing. I didn't have to pee at that point. Right. So this whole time, she doesn't have to pee whatsoever. Zero urge. Then we get to the last gas station before the house. And she says, man, I really have to pee. So we went from not having to pee to having to pee so bad I may have to go to the emergency room. That's how bad <laughs> it hurts. Just, it is the worst. She. This is the worst I've ever had to pee in my life. And now... I'm the one not being considerate because I won't pull over instead of we'll be home in 10 minutes and she can use our restroom at our house. 15. 15 minutes. It's 12 minutes. minutes. So now we go from 
I'm not the one being considerate to when I'm like, I feel like I've been really patient up to this point, and this is my where I draw the line. We're so going anyways, home. We're, we're cutting to, I get home, I pee, I'm like, I'm mad at you, you're mean to me. And so I went and laid in the bedroom. and S- Slam door, slam door, I'm not <laughs> talking to you. And I'm like, that's fine. Don't talk to me. This I'm is watch what the marriage series. is. We fight about not stopping to pee. Yeah. We, don't, we didn't fight about anything. I was perfectly fine. <laughs> you are upset because now I'm not a good husband that I didn't pull over and let you pee. So Next time I'm just going to pee my pants in your truck. Sure. Go for it. <laughs> so now she's in the bedroom sulking. Well... This whole time, the Rangers haven't scored since the third inning. Yeah, we when we got home, it was 3-3, three, three, and then they had... No, it was 5-3. It was 4-3. Okay. You was, weren't paying attention because you had to pee. <laughs> it's 5-3, so I'm like, I'm going to go lay in bed and, and be on my phone and just hang out. She's like, I'm going to make a statement, and I'm not going to watch the game with But them. then I was actually, like, relaxing... And it felt nice. She's watched every single playoff game up to this point. Yeah. And and it's really stressful for me. So it was kind of nice to just like relax. And then bottom of, or yeah, bottom of the eighth inning is coming up and Sean comes in and he's like, I need you out here. You need to go on your couch. You need to lay on your couch. You need to bring your book and you need to come out here and read. And I was like, no, I'm good. Yeah, because the whole ALCS, all the games we've been watching at home, she has a spot on the couch where she reads and we've been winning and things have been going well. So I I'll read and I'll usually read while they're batting because I don't want to watch them bat. It makes me too nervous. And then, yeah, and then I'll put the book down while we're batting. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll, you'll read when the other team bats. Correct. Okay. Yeah. 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 And so I have gotten this good like mojo going. Well, last night I wasn't on what Sean calls the book couch now right. that is like that is what that couch is and he's like you need to come out here and lay on the couch and nothing happened at the bottom of the eighth right nothing happened but then we got to the bottom of the ninth and cole seager Corey seager Corey seager yeah oh my gosh i'm gonna get so much crap for that yeah as you should <laughs> please rip her apart no. uh but- <laughs> the sports world's so mean no. i misspoke yeah uh-huh. leave me yeah you're like i actually know what i'm talking about which you do but you also aren't fully (laughs) yeah so Corey seager bottom of the ninth huge two-run home run it's got to be the most fired up i've ever been for a baseball game and since high school since the 2010 2011 and it was so cool because you knew he hit a home run right off the bat so it's not one of those where you're like did he? Did he? No, it was like right off the bat, you knew he hit. It was a home run. Mm-hmm. So you could immediately just like celebrate. Yeah. He hit it and I was just screaming. Like knew it was, that yeah. was what it was. And right before that, Sean's like, who who batted before him? Marcus Simeon. So he, Marcus Simeon swings at like every pitch. We were just talking about that. And he's like, and I'm so upset because... Corey Seager does the same thing. He swings at every first pitch, and he's, like, literally on his toes, like, shaking. Like, I'm about to swing at whatever. You could give me a ball in the dirt. Mm-hmm. I'm going to swing. And right... I don't know why that pitcher threw him that ball. People make mistakes. He should have thrown in the dirt. Yeah. So, Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager are both super aggressive hitters. They uh they swing first pitch. They get down early in counts. They, they are... 
they are ready to hit, which part of the, that's part of the reason why they're such good hitters. Their confidence is so high. But these last few games in the playoffs, maybe not Corey Seager, but in the middle of the playoffs, Corey Seager was doing this. Marcus Simeon's been struggling the whole, whole postseason. Is these guys are way too aggressive in the first two pitches of the, at the at-bat, and they get down 0-2, and then they end up striking out or swinging at a bad pitch. So Corey Seager coming up to bat, I was like, Man, I know this guy's gonna swing at first pitch. He's not gonna. You're wait like for in the pitch. middle of your like sentence. Yeah. As the guy is like letting go of the pitch, <laughs> like and middle of your sentence, and then Sean just goes nuts. Yeah. Crazy, like running around the mm-hmm. the uh, room, and then that wasn't. I was I was like hyped too, but I was also kind of tired, so I was just like laying there, and then. The next, they, we wanted them to end it there. We were like, let's just end it here and we don't want to go into extra innings, which is true. But they ended up... They didn't finish it in the bottom of the ninth. Yeah, they didn't finish it in the bottom of the ninth. So we're like, we're going into extra innings. Oh, what I was going to say was they were in a worst position, worst position when it came to pitching. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, so the the big thing which was crazy about the game last night is... We are down 5-3, and Bruce Bochy, if anyone doesn't know, the Rangers hired Bruce Bochy this year, Hall of Fame manager. He has uh, three World Series titles. He's one of the greatest of all time, and last night was extremely smart. We're down 5-3, and instead of using our best bullpen guys to keep us that close, he brought in some of our uh, other starters and, and not our closers, basically, so we didn't use our best bullpen guys. Well, Arizona was trying to f- protect their lead. They used their top guns. They pulled out all the stops. Like, they did not want to lose. And when Corey Seager hit that home run, that's one of the best closers in the game. That guy hasn't given up a single run this whole postseason. That was the first run he gave up. First run. Really? Yes. Eight outings, eight innings, no runs allowed this year in the postseason. That was the pitcher with, like, the longer hair Mm-mm. with the beard? Nope. No. No. For Arizona? Yeah. Who was no, the guy Seawald. who kept uh, throwing breaking balls? That was the eighth inning guy. Oh, he... I don't know. For some reason, he... For me, he just looked like he was a really good pitcher. Yeah. Like, how do you hit off him? Yeah. You make him throw strikes. He throws a lot of junk and mm-hmm. gets people to swing at junk. Mm-hmm. So going into extras, we were able to bring in our closer, Jose LeClerc, who's our best bullpen guy, and he gave us two scoreless innings in the 10th and the 11th. And then in the bottom of the 11th, the Diamondbacks had to go to a guy they did not want to go to. They were they only had three pitchers left of the bullpen. Sean's so, like on the couch, and he's like, you have to bring in the guy, the Albertsons grocery bagger guy. You always say that when it's yeah. like a no-name. Yeah, I was and like, you're like, was, actually, no, they just found him in the alleyway eating out of the trash like yeah. two hours ago. I was like, I was like you dude, went a whole other this level. Dude, this dude looks like some b- homeless bum that was eating out of the dumpster behind Albertsons. Like, it's over. This guy... <laughs> He came in four pitch walk immediately, like all over the place, and then Garcia ends it with the with the oppo shot. So big. Oh, we have to go back to that. You can't just be like, oh, he ended it with the oppo. No. So we're sitting on the couch talking about game one for the whole hour. Yeah, and we're only fifteen minutes in, babe. We're good. We got we got time. He's like, I want to get to the maps. I want to get to the maps. Anyways, but. 
uh, we sitting there and Garcia comes up and he, he was like, wouldn't it be so fitting if Garcia hit a home run hit here? And I'm like, I feel like he's going to. Sometimes I get those like gut feelings and I've, I've had that happen to me a few times. Babe, every Ranger fan on the planet felt like Garcia was going to hit the home run. He's homered in four straight games. But I'm the lucky one. So anyways, no, I'm sitting on the couch. you're not the only one who thought that. <laughs> so I'm like, I feel like he's about to hit it here because he had already come up to bat one other time, I think in the ninth inning or the tenth inning. It was the ninth inning. Yeah. So this was his second time to try and end it. And off the end of the bat, not even a full, like, good no, contact. It just wasn't. He just didn't pull it. It's an oppo home run. He barreled it up, babe. He didn't hit it off the end of the bat. It looked like he hit it off the end of the, the bat. Because the way it was oppo, yeah. And then Sean gets up. He's screaming. He's running around the room. And he's like, he's like, let's go. And then he's like, book couch. Yeah. Book couch, book couch, book couch. And I'm like, okay, obviously this is where I'm going to live for Absolutely. the next how many ever games. Yeah, I was pumped. <laughs> I started screaming. And then I immediately turned to Tori and I was like, book couch. <laughs> That's why you sit on the book couch, not in the bedroom, pouting that you had to pee. World Series is on, and you're worried about me not being considered over you having to pee. Correct. Yeah. So, game one, big, big, big historic win. Uh, little fact, 2010-2011, game one of the World Series for the Rangers. Back in back in those two years, they lost game one of both of those World Series. Yeah, and he's like, meant to be. So Meant to be? Is it destiny? I don't know. We don't know yet. So, yeah, that's what happened last night. You know, Uh, most people, it's funny, most people are like, yeah, we're so happy we stole one away. And I'm like, we stole one at home. Because we've been losing at home? (laughs) Yeah. Like, so we might win this series. Yeah. So, yeah, the Rangers are on a historic run. Uh, We just finished seven-game series with the Astros, which was a very stressful, crazy scenario as well. Yeah, um, the Astros, I just feel like they're the villain in baseball. Like, no one really likes Astros except for Astro fans. Yeah, that's a whole, obviously, I mean, when you are a proven known cheater, no one's going to like you. Yeah, and they still have people on that team that were very involved in that whole scandal. Yep. So it's not like it's a whole new team. And they're an in-state rival. Mm-hmm. No one in North Texas likes the Astros. Yeah. Um, it's It was very... Yeah, division rival, in-state rival. We hate the Astros. Defending World Series champions. They've yeah. been to seven straight ALCS. We've technically, you said it perfectly the other day, we've technically already beat the best team. Right. For sure. So, if you haven't been watching the the, the playoffs, the postseason baseball this year, you're missing out. Uh, Diamondbacks are a crazy story as well. They... The Rangers and the Diamondbacks were both down 3-2 and had to go on the road for Game 6 and 7 in the, in the LLCS series. And we both won Game 6 and Game 7 on the road mm-hmm. as an underdog. So, it's crazy. And the Rangers swept Baltimore in the second round, and the Diamondbacks swept the Dodgers in the second round. So, the Diamondbacks and Rangers both knocked off the one seed in the second round. Then they went to the LLCS and followed the same exact path, and now they're facing each other in the World Series. Oh, no. Another fact, two years ago, both the Rangers and the Diamondbacks lost 100 games. They were both the worst teams in baseball two years ago. It's the first time in history that both teams lost 100 games, and two years later, they're in the World Series. 
Is that your fun fact for for this episode? Yeah, crazy. Fun crazy, facts. crazy, crazy World Series. And I knew nothing about the Diamondbacks, and they are a fast, scrappy, small ball team. They, really athletic, likes to steal bases, but you'll probably see more bunts mm-hmm, than any other team. They bunted twice. They stole four bases in the first like six innings. I was like, Jonah Heim is getting exposed yeah. big time. Like they were just running whenever they wanted. It was it was crazy. So yeah, the Rangers are on a historic run. Game two's tonight. Can we touch on really quickly the pitcher from Houston that ended up not getting suspended during the postseason? Yeah, so game five against Houston. In the and this just makes them so much more of a villain. I feel like they're, like, pulling strings. Like, they're, like, pulling strings behind the scenes of, like, the corruption that we – obviously, this is a conspiracy theory. Just throwing that out there. But, like, I feel like – when things like this happen and a team gets so lucky so many times, I'm like, they're paying people off. They're pulling strings behind the scenes, which is lucky. A Houston. Yeah, I guess. I don't see it as luck. No, I know, but I, I, you can see it as like luck, but it's not. I feel like there's things going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. I'm not real big on Hall paying people off stuff, so I'm not gonna paying people like off who you, who you know, like no, you know people, like I don't know. No, but I, like I said, it's a conspiracy theory. It's not yeah. fact. The Astros are a really good baseball team. But okay, so this situation has nothing to do with conspiracy theories. So game five, Houston, literally nothing to do with it. He it, just was being an asshole. No, I know, but the fact that he didn't get suspended in the postseason was sketchy to me yeah anyways okay let's tell the story because so game five american league championship series against astros uh the rangers it's tied 2-2 rangers went up 2-0 then they lost two straight at home so now it's game five it's their third home game and they're up 4-2 in the bottom of the eighth uh runner on first nobody out all the momentum is in the rangers favor and it looks like they're on their way to taking a 3-2 lead and, like, feeling really good about advancing, right? Yeah. Well, earlier in that game, to go up 4-2, to Adolis Garcia hit a huge three-run home run. Mm-hmm. And when he hit that home run, he did a big old bat flip. He slammed his bat down. He was screaming, yelling. And typically in baseball, the other team does not appreciate that. No way. So... Now he's back up in the eighth inning, and I think I think they didn't like the way he celebrated, and I also think, I think, which is kind of risky if they really did this, but I think they also wanted to, like, shake up the momentum, and, mm-hmm. like, I, want, I think they were trying to get in the Rangers' head, because in the top of the eighth, the Rangers brought in their closer with two outs. Rarely do you bring in your closer in the eighth inning, because if you come in in the eighth, then you have to go to the dugout. Mm-hmm. And you're not allowed to warm up in the dugout. There's nowhere to warm up. Mm. So you keep your guy in the bullpen so that while the Rangers are hitting, he can keep throwing and warming up. He can keep his arm warm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So our closer comes in. He gets us out of the jam. We go to the dugout. Garcia comes up. And the Houston Astro pitcher, Abreu, yeah. nails him on purpose. Throws at him. You can tell it's on purpose. I've, yeah. I've watched it, but I don't 
I've never played baseball, and I feel like you understand baseball on another level when you've played the sport. Yeah. So and so I'm like, it could could be an accident. Abreu, this entire season, has hit one right-handed batter in the regular season. Oh, yeah, that's One right. time. Once. It is bottom of the eighth, nobody out, runner on first. The last thing you want to do is put this guy on. Yeah. Like, he hit him on purpose. He threw at him. And then... Rush, like, they obviously got in a brawl. That so, was what the Garcia was. immediately turns around, which was really stupid on his part. Garcia should have ate it, been mad about it, and gone to first base. Like, mm. know the moment. You're not losing. You're winning. Yeah. Like, take your base and keep going. Like, don't... What if you get ejected? You know, what she did. Like... Yeah. So, he immediately turns around, gets in the catcher's face. They start yapping, and then every bench is clear, and there's a big old fight. And it takes... Garcia gets ejected. The pitcher gets ejected. The manager for the Astros gets ejected. Then, the manager for the Astros refused to leave the ballpark and delayed the, the game another extra 10 minutes because he refused to leave. So, our closer sat on the bench for over 30 minutes without being able to throw. So then we go to the top of the ninth, and our closer, which is the only runs he's gave up this postseason, literally, is this inning right here. That was when, yeah, that's right, because I made you turn the game off because the Bible study, Bible study keeps getting (laughs) interjecting, but it's worth it, right? Yeah, anyways, so (laughs) top of the ninth, two on. Our pitcher is kind of all over the place. He walked one of those guys. He's not doesn't have his command, and he throws one a changeup down the middle to Jose Altuve, and Altuve hits a huge three run home run and wins. Yeah, and the Rangers lose. And so he intentionally hit him, and then they had come to the conclusion that he was going to be suspended, but he then fought appealed. appealed. Fought it, fought it, and they came back with what? Suspension was upheld, but then they they switched the suspension from serving immediately to he can wait till the start of 2024 to serve his suspension. Which, like, what is that even? Who cares? Yeah, at that point, I'll just, I'll go deck the best player on the other team if I can serve my suspension the next game. Right. I'll just take out your best players. That That's not even a consequence. Mm-hmm. Because pitchers don't pitch... Every well, he's a reliever, so I he guess pitches he, every game. He does throughout the season, though. Yeah, the regular season. Yeah. Okay. If, if it's a close game, he's coming in. Okay, but two games is in the regular season at the beginning of the season is not a big deal. Yeah. Correct. Unless there's like he's nervous about losing his spot, but he's a good enough pitcher that that's probably not going to happen. Yep. So that's where my conspiracy came in to play. Where I was like, I feel like there's strings being pulled and you know and this none of this is proven none of this is proven but it's just sketchy yeah no one's even thought this you're the only person that says this you know what conspiracy theories have to come from one person initially it doesn't just like come out thin air okay so anyone wants to look into that if you have connections (laughs) so okay well that's all I really wanted to talk about when it came to the Rangers. Yeah, game two's tonight. Tune in. Go yeah. Rangers. Go Rangers. Crazy. At home again. Hopefully we can get another home win. It's It was funny because last night I was like, yeah, if you want to go watch the Rangers win, you need to go to an away game. 
Yeah. If you want to be disappointed, just go to the home game. But then they kind of they they did better last night. So. Yeah, for sure. Yep. So, what other topics did you want to talk about? Uh, so the NBA season just started. Yep. Uh, I love NBA. Yeah. Basketball starting. Uh, college basketball is about to kick off. Expedition games are going on. Uh, Mavericks are 2-0. Um, <laughs> whoop, whoop. Out of yeah. a how many game season? 82. <laughs> it's a good start. Yeah, no, for two, sure. Two good wins. Uh, last night, I, I know most people are caught up in the Ma- or, uh, sorry in the Rangers. Last night, Luca had one for the history books. Dropped forty nine points, almost dropped fifty. I feel like he's dropped fifty a few times now. Couple, I don't know how many times he's dropped it, but uh, yeah, he dropped forty nine, and the game was tied one twenty to one twenty with like twenty seconds left. And I'll have to show you this clip. He's like dribbling. You can tell he's trying to get to a step back three, and they kind of collapse on him on the right wing, and he's like falling out of bounds. One hand throws it up off the glass, banks it in for a three. So a luck shot. Hail Mary. All his teammates, every, they were like, everyone's shocked, and we weren't shocked. He's like, he practices stuff all the time. Like, it wasn't it wasn't literally a Hail Mary. Be realistic, not a fan. Yeah, but it wasn't literally a Hail Mary. Like, he, he tried to shoot the ball. He didn't throw it like a baseball. Like, yeah. Like, he tried to shoot it. It was just I mean, off balance. I mean, I've tried Hail Marys where you're you're still have your shot form. You're just yeah. chucking. He's at the three point line. Yeah. He just has two people in his face and he's falling out of bounds. Yeah. And can we touch before you get into the players you want to get into, can we touch on some of the new rules this year in the NBA? Because I think those are really interesting and I like them. The flopping rule, that's the only rule you're talking about? Yeah. Is there any new ones off the top of your head? Yeah, let's talk about the flopping rule. Because yeah. we saw it firsthand the other night how strict they're being. Yeah, so uh, I swear they enforce this already. Maybe they're just putting more emphasis on it. I think it was last year. Yeah, they... There was like a warning, flopping warning or something, but now they're just straight handing out texts. Was it a tech last year, though, or was it just a normal foul? No, it, it was a tech. Yeah, it's, okay. you can't just call a foul. It's not a foul. That's yeah. Why, that's what technical fouls are. Like they're non-contact fouls. So they're, I don't know, maybe it was just that game then where they were just being so straight. They called like three texts. No, they said they're going to enforce it this year. They said they're going to put more of an emphasis on it. So they're trying to stop flopping in the NBA. So Because it looks stupid. Correct. Yep. And The fans hate it. Yeah, people um, yeah. are getting away from trying to score to just trying to draw a foul. Yeah. And it's annoying. So, yeah, it was we were watching the Celtics. And the Knicks mm-hmm. season opener before the Mavericks played the Spurs. And they called like three back-to-back texts for flopping. Yeah. So, little backstory. I grew up kind of a Celtics fan. Actually, not kind of. I was actually a diehard Celtics fan there for a minute. You can't say diehard unless you are diehard. The you, Rondo you were... season, the Rondo era, I was diehard. I was watching all the games. I was watching every time they made a run in the playoffs. I... All the series. Like, I was I was diehard. I had a Rondo jersey. He was, like, my favorite player. So you were a diehard Rondo fan. Well, that whole team. As soon as Rondo left, you didn't care about the Celtics anymore. Correct. So you're not a diehard Celtics fan. I said for that moment, for that season in my life. You're a diehard Rondo fan. Okay. So, uh, 
now it's just fit funny because Sean's least favorite player is now least favorite player from the Mavs in yeah, the Mavs like I wouldn't franchise. Say he's my least favorite, yeah. Yeah, uh, your least favorite is James Harden. Let's yeah. be honest. You can't. I'm about to say the proper way to say that is now there's a player that Sean really doesn't like that's on the Celtics. You always go to the extreme. Your least favorite Mavs player history in history for sure. No, I mean Rondo's up there. Because of his, like, temper tantrum that he threw? He was just terrible. He was terrible for the Mavericks. He was like a, a poison cancer. He didn't want to be there. Yeah. Yeah. So, that was awful. Yeah. I I can see that. But it's just funny because now Porzingis is now a Yeah, Celtic. she's talking about Porzingis. Yeah. So, and then what, so, Wimignana? <laughs> Is there more you want to touch on in the Mavs? Because yeah. I, I just feel like there's not a lot of people that are Mavs fans that are like diehard want to hear so, all this. So as you, can, as you can tell, Tori doesn't want to talk about the Mavericks. <laughs> what do you want to talk about, babe? I want to talk about women, Yana. He's right. a freak. What'd you got? Um, I didn't know how big he was. Like you said it. You said his height. But I'm like, oh, there's seven foot guys in the NBA like all the mm-hmm. time. And then we were watching the game the other night, and you're like, "Look, this guy is six nine. This guy's six eleven, and he's just towering, making them look like like children." Yeah, the first guy that was guarding him was like six nine, six ten, and it looked like a guard. It looked like a mm-hmm. shooting guard was trying to guard. So Lemignana. you said that, and in my head, right before you said that, I'm like, "Why do they have that short guy on him?" Literally. I literally in my head was like, "I was like, why do they have?" A guard on him. Why don't they put one of their big guys on yes. him? Yes. I'm like, why didn't they put their five on him? And he probably was. Yeah, he's, he's, playing, like, he's playing like the four or five. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then what were you telling me yesterday about his couple games? Yeah, so against the Mavericks, he didn't do a whole lot because he got in foul trouble. Um, but we saw a little spurts. He hit back-to-back threes in the first half. Uh, his shot looks good. It doesn't look awkward at all. Like, at all. Usually those big guys, their shots look... He shoots like KD. Yeah. He shoots at the top of his head, like, with his wrist. You Isn't there I mean? a statistic that if you're taller, technically you should be a better three-point shooter? Yeah, because your angle to the basket's easier. And a free-throw shooter, right? You yeah. Should, but that's not usually the case. Yeah, because you're so big, you're not coordinated. Right. Yes, your height should make it easier, but you still have to be coordinated. Yeah. Yeah, his shot looks good. Yeah. So, uh, game two, he had a way better game. He had like 21 points, like 12 rebounds, like three blocks. Um, I thought you said five. Three to five. I, I, don't, I don't remember how many. I just know for sure I saw three in the highlights. Yeah. He was catching alley-oops. This guy can call for alley-oops from the three-point line, like legit. Like, his teammates, it's clear his teammates haven't adjusted to it yet. Mm-hmm. They need to fast. Like, they won't. They don't trust him. He's calling. This dude is nonstop, has his hand up, and they, they are not passing it to him as much as he should. Like, just throw it. Yeah. And Greg Popovich said the main thing they're having a hard time with is they're not throwing it high enough. Like, they can't figure out how <laughs> high to throw it because... They think they're overthrowing him, and he's, like, not even having to jump to get it. I don't know if you could overthrow him. He's like, I want to jump to dunk it. I'm not trying to stay on my feet. 
So, like, this dude is calling from out for alley-oops from the three-point line. Like, he did it in preseason. He dished it, took one step through his hand, and they actually threw it. He took one, two, jumped, and alley-oop from the three-point line. And then he also, which I didn't watch any of this. This is Sean relaying all this stuff to me. But he uh, he stole an alley-oop from one of his guys. Yeah, stole an alley-oop from one of his guys. Uh, they didn't probably didn't throw it high enough for him. Is so what he made it sound like. If you see the clip, him and their power forward, they both roll. Wimbledon is ahead of him, and they both threw their hand up. So the power Ooh. forward didn't know Wimby was behind him. And yeah, they didn't throw it high enough. The power forward jumps. Wimby doesn't jump, takes the ball out of his hands, and dunks it. I saw, when we were watching that game, I only watched for a second, but I saw him get a rebound, and the dude didn't jump. I swear. He he just grabbed it. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have to jump. He can pretty much touch the rim, but he's also athletic, is what's crazy. Yeah. Like, I can show you a couple of the highlights. Like, driving past a defender, reverse dunk on the baseline, catching a reverse alley-oop. And then can we talk about how the guy can do the splits? Yeah. The dude can literally do the splits. I, what? Yeah, mobility. Yeah. He's got a mobility coach and works on, he's trying to prevent injuries. So, yeah, he can go into a full splits and can do that stretch where you're like sitting down, your feet are out, and you can like fold down and touch your toes. He can like put his chest on his thighs. Do you know what that feels like, babe? No. Never in your life? No. Yeah, and, like, Sean showed me the video the other day to show me, like, how lanky he is. And then the dude goes literally into the splits. And I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. I've super, never been able to do that. Super long. Yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know. The NBA season is pretty crazy. I think, so far, the hype looks real. He needs to stay healthy. That's my thing, is that if he can stay healthy... He could be a game changer and then also put on a little bit of weight, but he didn't look, he looks like he's already put on some weight. Yeah. What's crazy too is no one's talking about it. They are a little bit, but you, you know, Chet Holgram. Yeah. He, uh, last night he had seven blocks oh, for man. the Thunder. How tall yeah. is he versus Wimby? So I think Chet's like seven, two. Okay. I think Wimby's like seven, six. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Like, yeah, babe. Like. Almost eight foot. Yeah, like on the verge of like eight foot. Like a seven footer will you, even a seven footer guarding Wimby's like, man, why don't they put their big guy on him? Like, no, like it's. How tall is Chow Ming? Am I saying that right? Is that his name? <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't in the NBA that long ago. Did you, did you just say Chow Ming? <laughs> What's his name? Ch- Chow Ming. What's his name? Chow Chow. <laughs> What's his name? Yao Ming. Yao Ming. <laughs> this woman said, <laughs> said, <laughs> Chow Ming. At least I got his last name right. Hey, you know who was really good that compares to women, Yana? Chow Ming. That guy was on point. <laughs> no, I was just that trying guy, to ask how tall you he remember, was. You remember Chow Ming from Houston? <laughs> Chow Chow. He was awesome. That's a good nickname. <laughs> We got Cole Seeger <laughs> and Chow Ming. I'm cutting all that out. No, you're not. <laughs> so, so Yao Ming, I don't remember how tall he was. He was real tall, too. He's just like 7'4", seven, 7'5". Seven, so, like, on Wimbin, yeah, was, like, level. Yes. And he's, but, a, he's a great... Like, but he was heavy set. Yeah, He was played straight like a center. Could oh, not shoot. Oh, 
okay. He was straight. Like, he was like a Shaq, but four inches taller than Shaq. Yeah. And this guy is like dribbling, shooting, handling the ball, like not posting up. He doesn't post up. Chummy. <laughs> I know I'm never going to recover from that. Yeah, you're going to get lit up. Everyone go to the comments and, no. and let me know what you think. Why do you want people to roast your wife? What Be- does that say about you? So she can take it, but the more traffic we get, you'll build our page up. So <laughs> You're like, at please. your expense, we need to get popular, so go roast her in the comments. More fo- so what you do is you share this video with everyone <laughs> and say, look, at- she called him Chow Ming. You're never going to believe this. It's fine. Chow Chow. <laughs> That's good. It's, I said it in my head like six times before I said it out loud. You were really trying to figure out if you can say it right? If I knew Why don't you just say the guy from the Rockets, Ming, man, I can't think of his name. What's his name? That probably would have been a better bro. That's how you, if you're not confident, that's how you figure out and you don't, you Thanks know for I mean? the coaching on that. Yeah. That would have been better. Yeah. I knew his last name. <laughs> and you like said it all quiet, like not confident. How tall was Chow Ming? <laughs> It's, it's chow, right? I'm dying. <laughs> you always you always slow down. And then Cole Seeger wait, that doesn't sound right. What's his name? I'm so bad with names and that's like my biggest fear doing this podcast is that literally my it's, biggest fear exposed. It's part of is, it though. is it's getting funny. names wrong because I can picture their faces. I can tell you what team they played for all the things and no what position they play and it's funny though it's part of it okay <laughs> anyways move right. right along so yeah chow ming was pretty good uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay we're done we're moving on uh yeah women yana's so we'll it'll be interesting to play out if he can stay healthy yeah that's probably the biggest thing because chet already has had a couple injuries, right? He already missed his entire rookie season. Yeah. So that's where I was leading before you got us derailed with Chow Ming. <laughs> uh, Chet Holgram, he looks good. And he plays very similar to women Yana. Mm-hmm. And no one's talking about it. But I'm like, these two could be like rivals for the next 10, 15 years. But like, the other thing about people that tall and that big is they usually have a lot of health problems and injuries. And they don't last very long. Yeah. So that's why you don't like you don't see a lot of seven plus in the NBA like go on to just be these great Hall of Fame dominant players. Yeah. I feel like everyone's like he needs to put weight on and all this stuff and they think he's going to get hurt. And I almost feel like being skinny is an advantage at that height. Because you're not putting so much pressure on your joints. Yeah. That was Chow Ming's problem. Stop. All right, all right, that was the last one. That was <laughs> that was Yao Ming's problem, for real. That was Yao Ming's problem is he was so heavy, his like joints and his bones were like breaking down. He couldn't handle the weight and yeah. moving that fast. And I feel like Chet and Wimby look super skinny, but let's not forget these guys are like 220 pounds. Yeah, they're like, they're super skinny, but they're just so tall that... It's... It's... 
proportionate. I think about that all the time. Like, a girl my size, ideal weight is, like, 130, but then a girl can only be four inches taller than me, and their ideal weight's, like, 150. Yeah. That's 20 pounds just for four inches. Yep. So, these guys are, like, nimble and flexible and mobility and all that stuff. So... And in today's game, they're not posting up like that. They don't need to. They need to rebound, catch alley-oops, put back dunks. You know what I mean? And now they have the ball handling skills to dribble drive. Yeah, which I think they've really learned from past mistakes with taller people and maybe science progressing and everything, that they're trying to do everything the right way to have a longer career. But no one one has seen it yet. It hasn't been done yet. Mm -hmm. So... So that's why people are skeptical, including myself. Yeah. I'm like, just holding my breath. Yep. I feel bad. So, yeah, today's... Right now is a super exciting time in sports because you got the Mavericks are playing. You got... So all four major sports are going on right now. Football, baseball, basketball, hockey. Yeah, we didn't even talk about the Cowboys today. Yeah. Which is full in on their season, too. Yep. And I'm going to the Cowboys game tomorrow. Yeah. Third year in a row, I get to go to a Cowboys game. So uh, they're playing the Rams tomorrow at home. Hopefully, sh- they should win. Don't you wish they were playing the Chiefs? No. <laughs> I could care less about Taylor Swift. There would be like 50% female there. Yeah, all the Swifties would be getting my way. <laughs> the line backed up. I'm trying to get a beer, and everyone's, they're sold out of seltzers and can't figure out what to do. And like, all these Swifties are like bogging up. They don't know where to go. They've never been in a stadium before. You might get like a cute little bracelet. Yeah. And just to like touch on this kind of like brief, briefly, briefly. It's just we don't a, have to. No, just a quick story. So you, we have a girl named Rima at our gym. And she is Swifty. Straight Swifty. And has never watched a football game in her entire life. She's also from the Virgin Islands. So it's not like a huge sport there. And she comes in and and after the whole like Taylor Swift thing and she's like, yeah, I watched the Chiefs game last night. And she's like, I had no idea what was going on. But I was <laughs> I was just rooting for the red team to score. And I was like, oh, crazy. My. Like that is how crazy it's gotten, babe. People yeah. that which okay, good for the NFL. Like ratings are obviously gone up. Uh, let's talk about jersey sales have gone up. Mm-hmm. These, Travis Kelsey's jersey spiked. These people, so his brother for the longest time was the number one female selling jersey. Yeah, and they even talked about it on their podcast with his with his wife. Mm-hmm. And then after the whole Taylor Swift thing, like Travis Kelsey's blown his brother out of the water. Since then, his jersey sales went up three hundred percent. Yep, which I'm sure Jason's wife really appreciates that. Oh, for sure. She doesn't like all the female I attention would. for. I would be like, thank you. Yeah. Thank She's you. like, get the attention back over to Travis. He deserves it. Yeah. Leave my husband alone. Yeah. What'd she say on that podcast? She said, uh, she said, um, I will protect him and I am not a small woman. Yeah. Like. She's like six foot. Yeah. But like, yeah. Let it be known. She's a, I feel like I can relate to her a lot. We're like a lot. Very similar. Anyways. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to go deep into that. I just wanted to tell that quick story. But yeah, so it's football season and we haven't even really, that, that's, there's just so much going on right now in the sports world. The last time we were on the podcast, there was like nothing. Yeah. We were talking about the WNBA. Mm-hmm. Which they just finished up their season. 
Yeah. Aces won back-to-back championships. Yeah, they, it's just right now the Rangers are dominating everybody's attention. They're mm-hmm. literally in the World Series. Yeah. Like, it's a big deal. Yeah. So, yeah, Cowboys, Stars, season has started. They're 4-1. and one. They're second place in our division, Dallas Stars. I'm not a hockey fan. Like, hockey, not, hockey and soccer are so much alike y'all to Y'all let us know in the comments how many people love going to hockey games. If you've ever been to a hockey game, let us know. So, I know a lot of people that have gone to hockey games and love it. It's just boring. I don't know if I've ever heard anyone that went to a hockey game and was like, eh, it's not really my thing. It wasn't that good of a time. Hockey games are awesome. So when you go to a hockey game, because I know so little about hockey, do you have to dress warm? Eh, kind of. Like, is it cold in there because of the ice? People usually do, yeah, but it's it's chilly, but it's not, like, freezing. Yeah. Like, no. It's kind of like it's the, that's the trend in hockey. It's to dress, like, All the jerseys cold. are long sleeve yeah. and... Yeah, you don't have to dress super warm. Kind of like bull riding. Their jerseys are long sleeve. I wonder why. I don't know. We went to we went to the PBR a couple weeks ago, so that's team team event. Yeah, they they do team events now. So if you're into sports, I definitely suggest checking that out because it it's more of like a team thing. They're trying to go more towards football. They have a time limit on how fast they have to get out of the shoot now and all this stuff. Not gonna so. lie, you're cutting me short on basketball and hockey. We're not talking bull riding. <laughs> okay, we're fine. moving right along. That's no one fair. cares about bull riding. I care. <laughs> You're like, eh, so that's all we have for the Mavericks. Anyways, this bull riding. <laughs> okay, you got anything else? Mm-mm. I think we pretty much touched everything. Yeah, just the Rangers game tonight. Tune in. Game two tonight. Ladies, get to your book couch and yes. don't move. If your dog sits in a normal spot, everyone send your dog to the right spot. Everyone get in the right room. Make sure you have the right shirt on. Right shirt, right hat, right socks. (laughs) Everyone lock in. So if you're a Rangers fan, we're all contributing. We are all part of this win. Yeah, 100%. Okay, well, that's all we have for today's episode. Thanks for tuning in to Harper's Halftime. If there's anything that you want us to touch on in in any future episodes, please let us know and like and subscribe to our podcast. And we will talk to you next time. Sounds good. Peace out.